Hey, we doing a mic check? We didn't really move. What was that? <laughs> it was a Justin accent. Was it Justin accent? <laughs> Are you ready? In the land of Justin. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is Andy. Andy, and uh, it's kind of gloomy out. Yeah. So, it's kind of a yeah. It's an overcast, 49 degree day. You know, four, actually, it was no. It was like it was 40 degrees. You know when they snow plow. And there's like the gray, gross, brown snow. Yeah. That's the kind of day it is. It's the kind of year it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that being said, kind of has a UK feel today, huh? Yeah, yeah. What a good segue. <laughs> what a great segue into a random <laughs> themed episode uh, centered around Irish whiskey. Oh, toy, 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 toy. <laughs> toy, toy, toy. I, I think that was from Simpsons. It was like a cop that did, like an Irish cop, like a copper. <laughs> copper. They don't say copper. This isn't it's like uh, a copper with an accent, though. Yeah, but that's not an Irish accent. <laughs> no. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like an angry British punk. Get to the copper. <laughs> <laughs> the copper. Uh, so what are we? <laughs> we have in front of us, and we haven't even drank yet. We we have in front of us uh, some Irish coffee. Correct. Yeah, so this is a classic way of drinking Irish. Whiskey. Do <laughs> you want to know a little bit about it? I would love to know a bit about it. Can we sip it first? Yeah, let's take a little sip of it. <laughs> That's good. It's got a mild sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Heavy on the whiskey. It right? is heavy on the whiskey, yeah. It kind of reminds me of like a hot toddy of sorts. Yeah. Like a less forgiving hot, hot toddy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But anytime, you, like we've said before, anytime you have like this like kind of a warmer whiskey or some other sort of like heavier liqueur mm-hmm. or liquor, rather, it gets, you know. So when you more... drink... Any sort of alcohol, wine, whiskey, tastes change as it gets to room temperature. You know, a lot of times they say, like, as the whiskey gets warm in your glass, brought up to room temperature, or same with, like, wine. Yeah. So when you're putting it with something hot, it's, like, very well, quickly further intensifying it to, it? yeah, to a way above room temperature. So we're drinking out of sort of a, kind of like a tall coffee mug. Mm-hmm. Like a, I don't know, what would you... It's like a almost 70s like a- soda shop kind of... Yeah, or like, or maybe Glass. like a. How about this? A modern Italian coffee mug. Yeah, right. Kinda it's in to like drink this out of an Irish coffee glass, which What's is like a that? thing. It's similar to this, only straight. Huh. Ours is kind of like a funnel. Yeah. So, Irish coffee. Well, let's say what's in this first. So, you put a little brown sugar at the bottom of the glass, mm-hmm. and then you pour the coffee in, and you stir, and mm-hmm. then you put your whiskey in, Irish whiskey. We did a ounce and a half. And then you stir that again. Then you lightly whip some heavy cream. And then you pour that over the back of the spoon. And you just kind of make a layer on top. And you drink the coffee through the cream. Hmm. We did a little bit more than lightly whip. So it was kind of like <laughs> you couldn't pour over the back of the spoon. You scooped with a spoon. So Sorry. Should we grab the Irish whiskey? Uh, just to say what it is. I don't remember what it kind of is. Yeah. Or what it is. It's like the fighting guy. Yeah. He's in Long John's? No, dude. Those are those are just classic boxing pants. Do they box in pants? Yeah. Now they move to shorts. I think they were more like capris, maybe. No, he was a boxer. Yeah. So this is what do you, uh, the guy was in like the guy's in like straight up fisticuffs, <laughs> bare chested with a mustache. Like you're like, oh, the guy was a boxer. No, but I, I don't know if that's like the owner that like wishes he was, and they like painted him in like because it's a drawing. Like he was like at the he was at the fair, and he like put his like head up like in front of like you know <laughs> yeah through like, the he put his head slot. through the <laughs> He's like, yeah, I really could have done that. <laughs> so this is John L. Sullivan Triple Distilled Irish Whiskey Bourbon Cask Aged. That's the guy's name, John L. Sullivan. 
And on the back, there's a picture of John L. versus Kilrain. This impeccably smooth, small batch Irish whiskey is triple distilled in copper pot stills and has notes of subtle spice and vanilla. Should we try a little bit of the Irish whiskey? Maybe. I mean, right? I don't think I've ever had this straight. I mean, this is, I've had this in my cupboard unopened for like a year now. You, you're a man of restraints. Yeah. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> so I was saying before, like, so these are in kind of clear glasses. Look at it, like kind of shift the glass around. Mm-hmm. And um, have you ever seen those like kind of like a glitter beer or like those beers that kind of have like this sort of opalescent yeah. kind of shimmer to it? Kind of a, as you like spin the glass, it kind of reminds me of the surface of Jupiter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, yeah. yeah, I'm just busting your balls. Like a gaseous yeah. sort of state. Yeah. Yeah. So the history of this coffee. Quick question. Can you actually land on Jupiter? Is there like a core to it or is it just a bunch of gas? You know, I don't know. I thought it was just gas, but then someone said there was a surface. I don't know. We should look that up. Yeah. Should we do it right now or? Yeah. Why don't you look up Jupiter while I read about the history of Irish coffee? <laughs> okay. All right. The Irish coffee was created by... Chef Joe Sheridan in 1942. He ran the new restaurant at the Foynes Air Base outside of Limerick, Ireland. The story goes that an evening flight returned to the airport after a failed attempt to reach New York during a winter storm. Sheridan mixed up the first round of Irish coffees for those stranded passengers. One surprised American asked, Hey, buddy, is this Brazilian coffee? No, said Joe. That's Irish coffee. (laughs) Wow. It's an interesting story. The drink was a huge success at the airport uh, in 1952. A travel writer by the name of Stanton Deplain. Stop. <laughs> at the airport. That, that was a pseudonym. Was, <laughs> the guy's like, let me in. I belong here. And they're like, what's your name? They're like, Stanton. And he looked out. Uh, Deplain. D-Plane. That's BS. I, I don't like that at all. He is credited with bringing the recipe to the United States, specifically to the attention of bartender Jack Copler of the San Francisco Buena Vista Cafe. Hmm. The cream kept sinking when Copler tried to make the drink, so he traveled to the source to learn the correct way to make it. He ended up offering Joe Sheridan a position in the American Buena Vista Cafe where you can still get an Irish, a great Irish coffee. Joe the Sheridan used sinking? his Irish wit to create a verse that explains how to make a true Irish coffee. Okay. Cream, rich as an Irish brogue. Coffee, strong as a friendly hand. Sugar, sweet as the tongue of a rogue. Whiskey, smooth as the wit of the land. I'm not impressed. <laughs> Are you impressed? <laughs> Pretty good. It's kind. Yeah, it's good. What's a brogue? I don't know. I was just looking up Jupiter. I don't have time to look up a brogue. I'll look up a brogue. Is it, <laughs> is it an actual brogue? Is, is it brogue? B-R-G-O-G-U-E? <laughs> uh, strong outdoor shoe with an ornamental... Perforated pattern in the leather. Wow. So strong as an outdoor brogue, is that what it said? Rich as an Irish brogue. <laughs> What's an Irish brogue? Okay. Brogue generally refers to an Irish accent. How to do an Irish accent, a.k.a. a brogue. But the tongue tip is very relaxed, so you get those little whistling sounds for the T's and the D's. So little whistling sounds sound for the T's and the D's. Um, I thought about it and I read about it. And I drank about it. <laughs> I drink a shoe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did a shoey. <laughs> Out of my Irish brogue. And it, it was also full of holes, so kind of just went everywhere like my Crocs. <laughs> That's kind of getting into like a, something else again. I don't know, I got to keep the, the tongue tight and <laughs> tight in the back and have some whistling noises. <laughs> That's not it either. <laughs> no, that was more like leprechaun. 
Okay, that's kind of on the right, you know, it's a very specific Irish person. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jupiter. Yeah, so Jupiter, Jupiter's, you cannot land on the surface. There's no Just surface clouds. to land on. Hmm. That's what I thought originally. But because, because it's so massive uh, and there's so much pressure. Mm-hmm. Any spacecraft that you try to land on or in it or whatever would just get crushed. Yeah. Then, technically, Jupiter would be made of something that you could land on. I think Jupiter also has a crazy gravitational pull. Yeah. And I think when asteroids enter our galaxy, they're pulled towards Jupiter, Hmm. which is good for Earth. (laughs) Yeah. Also, that is still creating things for people people to land on. Yeah, so, like... I heard if you're on Jupiter, it makes you stupider? (laughs) <laughs> in a billion years, after all the asteroids have collected at the center, mm-hmm. there'll be a uh, a surface that will still be crushed to death trying to land on. Yeah. Probably go for Mars, you know, instead. Yeah. Right? Seems like the most plausible and closest. Yeah. What about Venus? Is that closer? I don't know. Haven't been to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Venus. Venus is the second. Venus is closest to us on the other I side. I think the problem with a lot of planets is they're way too cold. Not Venus. Really? Yeah. Surface temperature, though, is 864 degrees Fahrenheit. Balmy. Mm. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Actually, I was looking at, real quick, not to digress too much, but here we go. I was looking at a chart. You know, you can kind of like tell, you know, look at where you are or where you're kind of looking to live in 2080. Mm-hmm. And they were looking at, you know, what it would be the most similar to climate-wise, like in the United States, say. So, Syracuse is going to be pretty much like Westminster, Maryland in 2080. It's really depressing, actually, when you think about what the the ramifications of that are. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> As uh, <laughs> Bill Burr says, we're living in the heyday of global warming, so stick your arm out the window and enjoy it before the hellfires come. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're kind of right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Canada's going to get awfully attractive in the next couple mm-hmm. For many years, reasons. 50 or 60 years. Yes. <laughs> so. So. This is good. What do you I really think about like this? this? Yeah? Would you have this with your morning breakfast? Uh, No. Would it's you? It's pretty strong. Yeah. yeah. It's also booze, right? Yeah. So kind of have to keep that in mind. So would, they drink they drink a lot more alcohol earlier in the day outside what, of America. Like, like what time? Like when I was in Europe, you know, people would have beer with breakfast. Really? Yeah. Just kind of get I think the in America going. we have this like, if you're going to drink... You're going all the way, you know, this like mentality of like drinking. We think drinking is at nighttime because who's going to get drunk before noon? But I think that's think? the, I think that's the wrong like, <laughs> like idea of alcohol. Get drunk before noon. No, I think that they have like a different like idea and respect for alcohol and they could have a beer at lunch or breakfast and not like get plastered. I, I wonder like, I wonder what prohibition did to that, yeah. right? Like I wonder if maybe we'd be more on the same page if... We didn't have prohibition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, the drinking age is a lot lower in Europe. Yeah. We've, at 21, we're like way up there in the ages versus other countries. And it yeah. comes along with this like party idea of like going out to drink. You know, like, like that's the thing. Like when you turn 21, your party is going out to drink. What's it? What is it in Europe? Well, I'm just saying like there's What's like the this, this idea of like drinking a lot or right, right. party culture around drinking in in the united states so when you say you had a drink at like 11 or something Mm -hmm. people like oh wow you are starting drinking already like starting drinking means you're drinking through the rest of the day do you think europeans think that they're healthier than americans i think they are healthier (laughs) let's um let's have a little sip of irish whiskey not not like a full ounce but you want to get some shot glasses and we can just kind of yeah let's do uh let's try a little uh just a little sip just so we can 
so tell deconstruct it a little bit yeah. yeah say hi to it say hi to it <laughs> say hi to it <laughs> So we're back. So yeah, let's uh, try this. It smells like... It's mild. It's very mild. Would yeah. you say? This is like... I don't know. Like It doesn't have like a big bourbon or scotch sort of thing to it. It smells it's... like an unsmoky scotch. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it's a pleasant taste, mm-hmm. but the smell is really not there, in my opinion. It does taste more similar to scotch than bourbon, because it doesn't have that like sweetness, the caramel sweetness of bourbon. Right. But it also doesn't have the smokiness of scotch. Really doesn't have that much of a bite either. Yeah. It's kind of smooth. Maybe that's why people like Irish whiskey, because it's just so... I mean, I got to say, this is like kind of... I don't know. When, when I think of Easy whiskey... Easy drinking? Huh? Easy drinking? I was going to say bland. It is pretty bland. It's bourbon cask aged, so that probably adds a little bit of sweetness, but I don't... Not a ton, though. It says it has flavors of vanilla, I think, and spice. I don't taste... I mean, I can see the, like a little bit of vanilla, maybe. I mean, that's Hardly. Hardly. Hardly, yeah. yeah. It just kind of has that... Very aged, uh, yeah, just like a very whiskey taste, very slight hint of mm-hmm. just like a oh, it's been in a cask at some point, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's been in like maybe a, a burnt cask that got a little caramelized. Mm-hmm. And because like caramel, and I'm vanilla, sure this isn't like a great example of like really nice Irish whiskey. No, I know someone that li- loves Irish whiskey is like John L. Sullivan, that's, that's like mixing whiskey, that's garbage, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> probably is like the there's that Irish whiskey, Telmore Dew, that comes in like that little mm-hmm. teapot thing. You ever seen that? It's like that porcelain pot I haven't. kind of thing. This. Huh. You can get never, it at the, I've never seen that before. Yeah, you can get it at the liquor store. Yeah. That looks uh, kind of urny. <laughs> yeah. Looks like an urn. <laughs> it's right there next to Bert. What'd you say? I said it's right in the shelf next to Bert. Oh, nice. <laughs> Were they just best friends? I think so. Okay. <laughs> uh, There's no such thing as like dating in puppet world, so they probably were just single guys living together. Yeah. Like, did Bert or Ernie ever go on a date? And when if they did, would they have gone Dutch? Or, like, I don't know what their jobs were. Like, a double date with Bert and Ernie? What would that be like? And who would have they have gone on a double date with? Big Bird and Snuffle? You have to, like, make whole new puppets at that point, unless it was, like, in show. What? <laughs> unless they dated, like, another character, you'd have to, like, make new puppets for dating. You know what I mean? Like a pair of puppets specifically for dating? Yeah. Yeah, because you, you like there's because... not a lot of new puppets coming in and out. You know what I mean? I don't know. Have you watched Sesame Street recently? No. <laughs> How would you know? <laughs> they have guests. Like they, Dude, there's, I feel there like are guests are real people. Yeah. They don't have a lot of guest puppets. You know what I mean? Um, I think they have new puppets. But the the new puppets, I bet, stay. Like, why would you spend so much time sewing a puppet for like a one time appearance? I mean, I think like a Henson bad Studios date or a... does that all the time. Really? Right? Yeah. Like just like constantly making puppets. I think so. I think. I think Henson Studios has, like, a bunch of puppets that, like, have just kind of, like, a stock, like, you know, mouth or whatever. And then they have, like, different eyes and, like, you know, different parts that they can kind of, like, swap out. Like Mr. Potato Head type thing? Kind of, yeah, kind of like a Franken-puppet. Huh. Uh, Franken-Muppet, because it's Henson. <laughs> nice. Thanks, bud. Uh, <laughs> so, this uh, this drink's kind of hit me, and I feel like... Is it? It wasn't that strong. Because we didn't eat much, man. I mean, breakfast? I just ate a big breakfast. What'd you have for uh, breakfast? I had an omelet, and I covered it in hollandaise sauce. Oh, man. Yeah. I had two pieces of toast and a stroopwafel. <laughs> you have been eating stroopwafels constantly since we did that yeah. Dutch episode. Yes. 
I've had to like ink like I'm not gonna obviously give up on stroopwafel, so I've actually had to increase my activity to balance the stroopwafel. Really? Each one's like two hundred calories. Each stroopwafel? Each have you stroopwafel. Have you uh like perfected the amount of time it sits on the mug to get like the moisture? I gotta tell you, no. I haven't. And actually I will say that um our mugs are kind of flared at the top mm-hmm. and Sometimes it makes like a lip that you can't quite... So the edges are more dry? No, I was going to say it makes a lip, like uh, the stroopwafel is kind of like sunken in oh, there. Right, so there. so you kind of have to like put it in at an angle and then like, I mean, you're really risking a stroopwafel collapse. Have you ever taken a bite and realized it's not done yet and put it back on or have you just like settled in? Honestly, I kind of, at this point, sometimes I just do a dip. Really? You're just so eager to eat the stroopwafel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So my my um, two year old, we don't really talk too much about like my children individually. Maybe we do, but um, my two year old likes stroopwafel, and he, he's not like much of a he's not a huge talker. He's not an early talker, but um, but he goes stroopwafel, <laughs> and he like asks for it like literally every morning. That's hilarious. We balance out his diet with good stuff, like not just like just garbage nutrient or garbage calories but like yeah he's definitely a stroop waffle fan too well do you want to get into the next one yeah we can and uh maybe we should uh have a little snack or something yeah we we probably should eat something yeah because the next thing we're gonna do is gonna knock us right out maybe we'll take a little break uh justin's gonna create a red dead online character (laughs) and uh we'll be back yeah all right stay tuned stay tuned bye And we're, we're back. back. We're ready to do a little fun one. <laughs> Andy, we had Andy eat a sandwich on the break. Because yeah. uh, I'm usually the big breakfast guy. And like you were just like, yeah, I ate a, an omelet with some hollandaise sauce. And I'm just like very jealous on all those fronts. And yeah. you ate a bigger breakfast than me today. That's true. You can't even have hollandaise sauce now, can you? The egg thing, it's so good. I know. Why would you say that? <laughs> but you would probably be like salmonella, because isn't hollandaise sauce like egg yolk? I thought it was just like mayonnaise. It's like egg yolk, I think. It's a lot of egg yolk. Is it cooked? I don't know. Oh. So what are we, we are drinking? Going to do an Irish slammer, formerly known as an Irish car bomb. Yes, but that uh, name is not good. <laughs> not good. Kind of offensive. So they've yeah. kind of changed and gone away from it. But it was originally called an Irish car bomb. Yeah. But we're going to do an Irish slammer. So we've got a little shot glass here that's 50-50 Irish cream, Irish whiskey. We're going to drop it into a pint of Guinness. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to drink it quick. Uh, if you want to drink it slowly, you're more than welcome to it. What do you're you going to chug it? So you're supposed to drink these fast because it curdles pretty quickly. Yes. And we'll talk about why in a bit. All right. Ready? Can I drink all that? Should yeah, I, I dude, I just did. I've never chugged a whole beer before, I don't think. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to film it. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm Do ready. it. He's significantly sm- slower than I am, so. Oh. That's <laughs> 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 uh, <was> good. <laughs> So there's a couple things that come into play. One, you kind of don't want the shot glass like going back and like smacking you into the teeth. Yeah, it's really hard to get into a dentist right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Did that happen to you? No, no, I, I'm pretty conscious of that. I'm very sensitive so, about my teeth. They've have you ever done one of these before. before? Yeah. I haven't. Really? I feel like I didn't hit the, the nice, sweet Irish cream until like the last mm-hmm. two gulps. Yeah. Like it didn't, like, I thought it was going to like mix into the drink pretty well. Didn't. No. Same with me. It didn't. Yeah. I mean, maybe if you do a big plump, you know, or if, if you're like, if you're at a bar and you don't care about what the floor is going to end up like, because mm-hmm. you know, they're just going to like sop it with whatever at the end of the night, maybe you do a more vigorous drop. Yeah. But that was good though. It kind of leaves you with a nice sweet aftertaste though. Yeah. It's kind of like doing a pickleback or something like that where you drink something and then clear it with something. Yeah. Like the last couple gulps of the sweet Irish cream at the end kind of. Yeah. I mean, but the, I mean, the Guinness draft isn't, it's nothing harsh, you know. So. I I don't drink a lot of I don't drink a lot of just Guinness. I don't just go out and buy Guinness. But Guinness on tap is delicious. It's so creamy smooth. And that's what the draft is supposed to yeah. kind of sort of Yeah, so we have follow. Guinness draft. Draft. Yeah. I, I will tell you one of like the first memories I have of an Irish car bomb. So when I was like nineteen or eighteen, I went to military school for four days. That didn't really work out. And then I, I Wait, mean, like you signed up and quit? Like a private military school. I told you about that, right? It wasn't like out of college, you're like, I'm going to join the military. And then four days later, you were like, no. I'm going to army. <laughs> no. uh, I, I went to the Citadel for four days uh, with the intent of being like a officer or whatever. So anyway, regardless, I got home. I went to community college for a year. And while I was at community college, I had a couple friends at community college. I really didn't intend on being there in the first place. So I wasn't like, it wasn't like senior year of high school. And I was like, Hey, who's all going to community college? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I didn't really have tabs on who was there. So, um, but I went and visited some other friends at different colleges, and one of them was Maryland Institute College of Arts. And I hung out with my buddy Bob and Emily and Scott, a couple other people. And um, I remember doing an Irish car bomb there. It was called a car bomb at that point yeah. <laughs> before the Irish slammer. Right? Uh, I, I didn't really drink it super fast, and what happened was it curdled, and there was just like this cake of curdled cream mm-hmm. like right at the top it almost looked like a uh, almost like like a like a nasty soggy rice cake Ew. yeah but like that's like what's in us right now yeah right because it doesn't just like do it when it's outside of your belly curdles in the stomach yeah yeah and i would think and like, i mer- mean our glass looks like there's just chunky residue in there yeah so so uh i guess that kind of leads us into like why does that happen and it happens because of the acidity of the beer Right, and that's happening to the Irish cream, correct? Because the cream, it has cream yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's happening to the cream. Uh, so, actually, whenever you're making cheese, one of the easiest way to make like kind of like a quick or fresh cheese is to just add some vinegar to or or lemon juice to milk, right? To mm-hmm. whole milk, and what that'll do is it'll separate the the curd from the whey, and it happens because it's acidic, and then it's interacting with the milk. Yeah. So that's essentially what's happening in this situation. Just try to imagine what happens. When it is like in your stomach, which is like highly acidic, it's all curdling all the time. Mm-hmm. And you were like back on the milk punch episode. You did yeah. a lot of curdling, correct? Yeah, in the milk punch episode, to clarify it, you were basically getting rid of the curd and just keeping the whey. Hmm. Yeah, Isn't so the milk, milk punch was a very way? little Miss Muffet. Yeah. Sat on our tuffet. Are it they just saying butt? They just wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Right? It rhymed. They're like sat on our butt, buffet. <laughs> We're staying away. <laughs> that song comes up unnaturally. <laughs> Do we know any other Jimmy Buffett? Does anyone uh, know any other Jimmy yeah, Buffett? Yeah, yeah, dude. Cheeseburger in Paradise. Cheeseburger in Paradise? Yeah. Did he just sing Bahama songs? Yeah. And continues to. He's not dead, dude. He's not? No. Hmm. Jimmy Buffett sits on his tuffet. 
singing oh. his. <laughs> That's what we were talking yeah. about. You're like eating his uh, cheeseburger, his way. Yeah, cheeseburger know. and Rita, margarita. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, so it curdles. So it does curl, and then and then so again. The other thing to to keep in mind is just not knocking your teeth with a damn yep. shot glass. Yeah, <laughs> that like once but, you get past like a little past ninety degrees, like yeah. if you if you slam that thing, like yeah, that if you thing tip is it going all the way up. Face. You've got to like really control your angle of drinking. Yeah. yeah. So, how's your stomach feel? It's a little uh, curdy. Yeah, I mean, like you're taking a cold beer and then chugging it, and it hasn't had time to like release the carbonation. Yeah. So, uh, would you ever do that again? Yeah, I think it was pretty good. Go to like a bar and have one? I think it'd be even better on tap, like an on tap Guinness. I mean, okay, now you're just like, we're just chugging a beer here, but it's true. But so I also, <laughs> disclaimer, the real uh, Irish the slammer, real Justin. the real Irish slammer calls for Bailey's Irish cream. I only had Caroline's Irish cream, so still think, Irish, but do you think Caroline or Caroline is like prettier than Bailey? Maybe she's the next door neighbor and she stole the recipe. Yeah. And like Bailey's parents are like, you see Caroline? She's going places. <laughs> uh, so uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about this drink. Okay. So the term car bomb combines the reference uh, bomb shot, which there's several drinks that are bomb shots, which okay. means you're dropping a shot glass into another drink. Mm-hmm. So they've kind of used the bomb shot terminology <clears throat> and added car bomb, and it relates to a lot of car bombings that were during the Ireland's Troubles, their wars. Like Between the, Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland, yes, right? Yes, which was in like the late 20th century. And there was a lot of car bombings. And so it kind of relates to that, which is why the term Irish car bomb is kind of offensive, especially to people that have either know people or lived through that or have family that, you know. Yeah. Okay. Taking and, tragedy. And, and, and let me, let me like just... taking a tragedy and making it a drink is not yeah. the uh, the best thing to do. And, and especially like, I mean, they didn't do that. Where was the car bomb? Where was the Irish slammer invented? Was it here in the United States or was it in Ireland? Because I'm pretty sure no one's making a 9-11 shot or a yeah. 9-11 slammer. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like almost the equivalent of it. Like, I mean, there that was a very tough time in American history. Like, I highly doubt I highly doubt someone did that in Ireland, right? So it was created in 1979. It took off in Irish pubs and other bars in the U.S. It was first created by Charles Burke Cronin. In, in the U.S., though? In Connecticut, yeah. <laughs> Up. yeah exactly that's the reason why it's offensive yeah because we were naming it after another country's and if issues. so yeah if someone else like say say someone in like let's just say france if so, if someone in france like named a drink the 9-11 and then popularized it we would be losing it exactly yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it's the same concept you know over here people's you know will call it that and be fine with it and you're like, and everyone, no. everyone else is like, I lost my gram doing that. Yeah. You know? So a lot of bars didn't serve it for a while. And then they will now, but they have it under different names. Yeah. So, um, so but if, this guy's name was Charles Burke Cronenote, the guy that invented it. Cronenote? Cronenote. Four, four names. Charles Burke Cronenote. Did you hear that neck crack? I did. See if I Irish shot is a popular drink for St. Patrick's Day celebrations, but there's no reason you can't enjoy this fun beer and shot combo all year long. <laughs> We, so this is a type of <laughs> this is a type of boiler maker and and and, and let, let's just be clear because i i kind of wanted to say this at the beginning like there's no reason why we have to save an irish cultural drink episode for saint patty's day yeah exactly that's like a little it's a little much you know what i mean mm-hmm. it, uh anyway <laughs> but it says 
These days, it's never advised to order the drink by its original name, particularly if you're in Ireland. Yeah, yeah so so that, that kind of was a disclaimer. Like, if, if you're doing your Heritage or Wanderlust tour um, mm-hmm. in Ireland, do not order it by that name. Yeah. So it's got a d- bunch of different just names Just get now. a beer, for the love of God. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You don't have to be... First if you're of all, in Ireland, just get some nice beer on draft. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, just kind of soak it in. Get a, Look at what everyone else is doing. And then mimic what they're doing, okay? Get a shepherd's pie. Don't get drunk and just start shouting, U-S-A. We don't like that, okay? (laughs) I don't like that here. (laughs) I don't like that there. I don't like that anywhere. I do not like green eggs and ham. Do not like it. Andy, I am. (laughs) Andy, I am. Yeah, so... uh, Yeah, it's good. It's a good, fun... Kind of a thing. Yeah. How much do you think this would cost? You're paying for the beer and a mm, shot. Minimally twelve dollars. Yeah. Ten or twelve. I don't think you're like at a, at a typical bar. I don't think you're getting a full beer, right? Because there's no way to drop the shot. So you're probably getting like a half beer or maybe yeah. two thirds. do quite, max three quarter. There's maybe like an ounce or two left in here. Yeah. Well, maybe just an ounce. Not very much yeah. left. So we did almost a whole beer. Right. But I'd say yeah. At that point, you're just paying for. A shot, which would be like five maybe bucks. five bucks, four or five bucks. It was a seven dollar shot, yeah, or a seven dollar beer. So yeah, twelve dollars, thirteen. So maybe okay, okay. So like a nine, ten, or eleven dollar experience. But we don't have to because we did that in the comfort of your apartment. It's true. And it probably cost more because I had to buy a six pack and both of the box. Okay. Right, I'll Venmo you, man. <laughs> but I, I uh, can do them. I get for it. A I'll long Venmo time. you. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> while we were on break, I was showing Andy... Weird songs. S- weird songs from a, an old pastime of mine. <laughs> Which was music. <laughs> yeah, so when I was... Uh, the first band I was ever in was called Catawaliter. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like 13, maybe, playing drums. And everyone else in the band was older than I was. Like, how much older? A couple years. Were they smoking cigarettes? No, but when we recorded one of the recording studios there was like a bong in the middle of the room that was just kind of going the devil's lettuce if you will yeah interesting but uh (laughs) but so you in your band practice at a what so we we practice at a chinese buffet Uh, how (laughs) so like i don't know if it was this sounds very flight of the concords but i I don't think it was running (laughs) you've got a gig at a library (laughs) they must have had like a day off uh-huh. So, but we would record there all the time. Not record. Wait, you record. No, was, no oh, not record. Yeah, yeah. We would practice there all the time. Yeah. You're like, the acoustics are great. Yeah. And <laughs> like... The way the sound bounces off of the Mugu Guy Pan is yeah. balls. Yeah. Because that's what you um, said when you were 13. Mm-hmm, yeah. But I, I look back on that time and like feel bad for my parents because they had to lug me and my drums around all the time. And they had to like wait for me to practice in like the Chinese buffet parking lot. And, you're, so, and your dad playing the guitar, you know, when he was younger... Like he he was like, oh, Justin's getting into drums? Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Like one of the more expensive instruments and just bigger. Yeah, right? we have to buy a bigger car. <laughs> oh, crap. We gotta get the but yeah, so we would do that and we played some shows and... Uh, Were you guys mostly a cover band or... No, we had a whole CD, a 10 song CD. We played in a boxing ring once. Okay. <laughs> you went from a Chinese buffet to a boxing ring? Yeah, and we also... What was your goal? <laughs> we, also, <laughs> we also opened for Under Oath once. Were you guys just trying to unlock achievements? <laughs> like, what's the yeah. purpose here? So we, we did have a song called Foxy Boxing. Okay. And uh, so that kind of fit in the uh, boxing ring. 
What was the theme of that song? I, I didn't understand a lot of our songs. <laughs> was it because they were not age appropriate for you? <laughs> no. <laughs> because you they were, were 13? Like, there was one. They were our, like, just our bang most the famous drum. <laughs> co- our, our most famous song for all the uh, Catawolliter fans out there. Uh-huh. was called Blood Code. Okay. And the chorus was all about like a psychiatric patient, patient yeah. and like being followed by sheep. I don't know. <laughs> my friend chad shout out to chad hey chad uh is he a snackdown listener no probably not okay you need to kind of start going back to these old friendships and start getting some more yeah, patronage. but there's also a like uh you know that dueling banjos yeah there's a dueling banjos but it's called dueling of the duel of the pregnant dragons and there's like weird like chad and then our other guitar player phil would make these like weird dragon like screaming sounds uh on on mics yeah and then there's like little baby dragons. There's a lot of weird stuff on this CD. We also pl- they also <laughs> played one of the songs at a prom. So you what? There was a prom song on there too. It was played at a prom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys play at a prom? The it was more like uh, I don't think I I didn't play at the prom. Hold on, was it a homeschool prom? No. Okay. For my high school, <laughs> they played it. It was what? And it was on our CD. It was what? For my high school prom. It was for your high school. prom? No, like at my high school, my high school prom so you were 13 or 14 so i was younger they were older at their prom this was song was played by them i think it was just like without drums did the song sound like this as we go on <laughs> maybe we should close out with the prom remember. song <laughs> i mean i own all the rights to those songs do you yeah that song no not that one oh just song. those songs yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, called yeah, 2001 yeah. space I mean, banquet was it yeah <laughs> Let's kind of review those songs. Maybe those are our intro and outro songs. <laughs> I mean, they're not the best recorded. We recorded with uh, I, I get what, it, how we Chinese knew him book. at the time as Fat Kyle. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what did you say? His name was Fat Kyle. I don't even that know That was the recorder name. guy? Yeah. The recording That's what he guy? called himself, and that's how he wrote. He booked shows at the time, too. But this was in like an actual recording studio. Like his house. With the bong in the middle? Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's give it a listen. Maybe it kind of beats the song that we got right now. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I told you. I've mentioned this before. Yeah, I've mentioned this before that we played uh, with like Cannibal Pizza. I don't know who that is. Is that Macaulay Culkin's band? No, this guy would just wear a pizza suit and eat pizza into the mic while he played keyboard. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Cannibal pizza. Mm-hmm. Can we get him on the pod? I don't know. I don't. I think I. You know, think looking back, that might have been Fat Kyle. Really? I think it was. Uh, let's see. Cannibal pizza music. Oh, that's not gonna be anywhere. It was just like a local. Oh wow, that's disturbing. <laughs> I don't like what I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was this was described as fake news. The title of the article is "In Pulse, Ghana, Cannibal Ate Six Jehovah Witnesses." 23 pizza delivery men and two postmen in seven years. You know, if you're a cannibal, like, a pizza delivery man doesn't necessarily taste better than a regular person. It's just someone who delivers pizza. That person's (laughs) not going to taste better. Okay? But they come to you. I think that's the point. If you're looking for a next victim, right? Yeah, but, like, okay, sure. I don't know what the Jehovah... Can you imagine, imagine, though, ordering a pizza and not eating the pizza? Yeah. I mean, I can't. Unless you like (laughs) cold pizza, right? 
He's like, ew, pizza. Yeah. Oh, so um, can we can we talk real quick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've been playing. Um, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption online. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm two years late to it. So I've been playing with a snack pack a little bit, including Travis and Leah. I kind of want like a catchphrase as I'm going into a, a gunfight. What can you think of a catchphrase? So I'm riding my trusty steed, Gil, mm-hmm. and myself, John Pratt. I'm a homely looking man, but I get the job done. I'm riding in and there's a big gunfight about to happen. What do I say? Because I really do want- Taste this lead. What'd you say? Taste this lead. Okay. I think we can work with that. Do you want to kind of workshop that? Yeah, sure. Lead's on the menu tonight. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do you like that? Yeah. Or, I, I don't know if tonight. How I, about leads for dinner with a side of death? Um, <laughs> uh, how about leads on the menu? Yeah, that's good. Leads on the menu. Hmm? Sounds like that's the first what part of want? the thing, though. What? You know what I mean? Like, sounds like there's another part of that. Uh, well, it's, I think it's just the inflection. Leads on the menu, dinner is served. Okay. Yeah. Like after they're dead? Yeah, but, it, but what if it's like in the middle of the day? Like either IRL or like in the game? Chef, spe- Chef special <laughs> lead. <laughs> Chef special lead? I don't know. That's kind of... Uh, how about, I'm trying to keep uh, oh, it snacky. Oh, 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 okay, you know? okay, okay. Hold on. Looks like lead's on the menu. Oh, yeah. There Do you, you like go. that? Yeah. Snack on this. <laughs> oh, Snack on this lead. No. I think there. I think it looks like lead's on the menu. I think that's good. That's good, yeah. Should we... Let me just write that down real quick. <laughs> okay, that's great. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> so when you're about to kill someone, you're going to pause the game and pull out your phone and look it up? Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll probably do it like pre-load screen. Oh, yeah. Like before I like get into the session, mm-hmm. right? And I'll be like, okay, that's what I got. I'm serving lead tonight. Or should I do like a southern accent? Looks like lead's on the menu. And then kind of do like a... Yeah, a little spit sound. Yeah. Looks like lead's on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so uh, how many shots does your gun hold? It's a six shooter. Six and shooter. then I don't really know about the repeating that's rifle. That's you need. Those guys go down hard. You'd think they would lay down a little quicker. Like, I would just pretend to die. <laughs> In a real battle, like, I, yeah, especially like back then. 1899, I would just be like, if I got shot like once, I'd be like, uh, and like if I got like like nicked in the ankle, I'd just pretend to die. Yeah, they like super miss you by like 10 feet. Uh. <laughs> I would carry, I know this is 1899, but I would carry ketchup packets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> looks like lead's on the menu. It's true. Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what did you uh, did you like the Irish coffee? Would you have that again? Uh, yeah, I for sure would have Irish coffee again. Looks pretty good. Uh, so the recipe called for pretty strong coffee. I don't know how strong my coffee was. I don't know if it, yeah, like, it wasn't... cut through enough. I think with really strong, robust coffee, right, it would maybe like lessen the intensity of the whiskey yeah and it yeah. felt a little weak yeah it did it did it wasn't like a strong point like you yeah. want like a real strong aromatic maybe a darker coffee mm-hmm. and i think that would have cut through more but um but yeah it was good like certainly when i think of irish whiskey i think of people ordering that after a dinner or something mm-hmm. like that you know yeah. it like maybe an irish restaurant or maybe just an american restaurant yeah but- like if you're deciding between coffee or dessert just get an Irish coffee and it's a little bit of both. Yeah. If, if you're looking for like a digestive, which mm-hmm. that would kind of yeah, be. If, I think so, yeah. Right? If you're looking for a digestive at like a, if, if you're at a restaurant, say you're a restaurant owner. Let's just mm-hmm. pretend that. First of all, lead's on the menu tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then secondly, 
Yeah, if you're looking for like kind of cocktails at the end of the night, yeah. I mean, Irish coffee is kind of an easy one. Yeah. But yeah, I would probably have that, say, as a digestif. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might, uh, like if I have a little bit of weaker coffee like we did, I might put a little bit less whiskey in. Yeah. So just to balance it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then and then what did you like, you know, would, would you have that again? The Irish, Irish coffee? coffee? Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the car bomb, or the slammer, the Irish yeah, slammer. The Irish slammer. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> the Irish slammer, yeah. I uh, I think it was good. It's fun. It's tasty. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily love chugging beer just because afterwards your stomach is like, like Ugh, you yeah. know, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, carbonation and all that alone from beer is just like, kind of take some Pepto like, before. Yeah. Right. But I mean, it's fun to do. It tastes good. I like the sweetness of the, like the last couple of gulps. Yeah. If you want to start off a night right and then maybe kind of like have like an induction sort of thing about the night and then and then uh, and then kind of like yeah. cool off a little bit later, yeah, this would be a good way to start. Yeah, the so night like off. take this episode and just flip it around and do the car bomb. Do the, the car bomb fair. <laughs> do the slammer first. Sorry, the slammer. <laughs> and then and then do the Irish coffee. Yeah, really. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Don't yeah. end the night on a slammer. Yeah, because it will be too slammed. Yeah. Cool. Um, awesome. Fun, weird episode. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you for teaching me about Jupiter. What is that? Jupiter. Yeah. Jupiter. I thought you we, about we've Jupiter. learned a lot of we've learned a lot today. We've learned about Jupiter, Man. Venus. Good luck editing. <laughs> <laughs> we've learned about a little bit of my past. Yeah. So the, the story behind <laughs> Catawalter, the name, uh-huh. is there was a guy named Catawalter. I believe his name was Catawalter Washington, but I'm not exactly sure. Uh-huh. And there was a fight between two political parties and they were arguing so much so that it became like an actual fight and like a fist fight yeah and this catawalter guy grabbed at someone and grabbed their wig and like pulled their wig off on accident and everyone was like and everyone like laughed and it like ended the fight basically like everyone at that point was like laughing and it was just like kind of ended the fight so you guys were an absurd band in that same sense exactly nice we were pulling the wig off of every listener fitting <laughs> do you think we do that with snackdown a little bit i think so i'd like to think so i don't think yeah. we're as absurd as maybe some podcasts no i'd like to think that radio lab is more absurd maybe joe rogan for sure oh joe rogan yeah yeah all the long form podcasts come on just get it's over just yourself lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when people don't want to edit they just say that they're long form they're like yeah it's yeah. um art house yeah screw you put on the work you got a little time yeah <laughs> All right. It's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find this episode and others like it on Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. And you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 315-313-5456. Looks, Looks like, like leads on, on the menu. menu. Bye. Bye. <laughs>